Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Born in New York City, our next guest is an investigative journalist, documentary producer, the great-granddaughter of radio and television legend Art Linkletter, and one of the leading voices in true crime podcasting. And now you can watch her on the Discovery Plus documentary, Unraveled. Once a killer, please welcome Alexis Linkletter. Miss Alexis Linkletter, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Well, thanks for coming back on the show today. You guys have been killing it with these ideas that we've just had a huge conversation, Alexis, about the, the one and done serial killers, like people who, who don't kill from passion necessarily or don't kill from anger. But they, that compulsion has driven them, and the idea they could do it once or twice and then just somehow reel it in, that's pretty, that's pretty over the top. Yeah, and it's something that no one really saw coming. And profilers you know, that had been developing their theories about killers since the 70s completely missed that this type of killer even existed. And why they do it, we're unsure, but these, kill, these, these cases, when you look at them on their own, they look like they would have been done by a serial killer. And then they never do it again. And they would never be caught because their DNA doesn't make it into a system because they don't have a criminal record. And the only reason we're catching them is because of genetic genealogy. So it's a really fascinating discovery being made. And what do you think? I mean, you th- I, I figure, like, they, they got killed or, or you know, whatever. They, something happened in their life that just took them out of the mode. Like, like they're, they're no longer with us. They've... They become handicapped. They've gotten sick. They've got, you know, whatever. They've gone to jail for a, for an unrelated crime. Weirdly, like what it actually is is they do this once and then they don't go to jail. They don't get sick. They just go on to live normal lives. And what we think could be happening is that they do it. They build up this fantasy. They pull the trigger. They they kill somebody. But for whatever reason, the fantasy they had didn't align with the reality. Okay. And they just didn't want they don't want to do it again and we don't know why whether it's guilt whether it's fear of being caught whether it just wasn't really their thing but every time genetic genealogy is catching these killers we thought we'd be catching a bunch of serial killers but it's actually these guys who've just been at once and never again yeah well imagine how shocked their loved ones are oh yeah well i mean let's face it's not black or white is it we always want to make things black or white because we're very unsettled by the idea of of predatory killers, of people who walk among us very normal, and they have other ulterior motives and thoughts inside of them that we'll never know. Uh, so we, we need it to be like they're either this way or that way. We never consider, you're right, the, the idea that, well, maybe they, they were kind of, they thought it was it, they were that crazy, but not so crazy when it got there. 
it was just it was not what they imagined it might be, and it was terrible. And it, it it turned them off of it. Whatever it was, it just you know you took you took a bite of this food you thought was going to be great, and it was absolutely awful, and you never did it again. And as strange as a comparison is, you never think that people can be that terrible and then change on their own. No, you you don't. And you know, people we've spoken to people who are married to these people when they did these things, and their partner killed a woman in the morning and, and slept in bed next to them at night and it's just it's mind-blowing you know and but we're catching these people every week they're out there and it's, they've never been in trouble before so no one in their lives could possibly know that they're harboring the secret well btk took a break for a little while right i mean between uh there was there was a time and he was definitely still a killer and a psycho but even he took a, a pretty decent break inside there um, the idea, oh, yeah, 10 years. yeah, and you think about that, and because that was just down the road, so that's always he was one of the most interesting guys. I know he's not a one and done by anybody's standard, but he was that deacon in a church. He was that husband. He was a father. He had a job. He he had, didn't have anything that pointed out that uh, he was doing what he was doing. But he was one of the worst psychopaths in, in serial killer history. Right, and I have um, spoken to BTK's daughter a few yeah. times, and interviewed her and she she was just as shocked as everybody you know she's like that was my dad um not it was it was mind-blowing to her and talking about serial killers i mean joseph d'angelo the golden state killer was really the person who brought genetic genealogy to the forefront and he's the reason you know they use genetic genealogy to catch him and after that they're like we'll keep using this and we're going to find a bunch more serial killers and instead what they find are these guys church deacons police officers regular Joes who who did this once and never again. So it was really surprising, and it was really the pursuit of him, Golden State Killer, that revealed this kind of new species of killer that no one really knew existed. Yeah. See, I don't even know how you, because you've been, Alexa, how long have you been investigating murders and, and doing this journalism, this type? Um, I've been doing, working in this world for about six or seven years. How do you even make a new friend or uh, get involved with anybody? Like, it just, it's, it's, it's got to weigh on you at some I, point. You know, you would think so, but I really, I connect so much with the human element of this kind of storytelling. Like, I'm not really interested in the gory details. I'm interested in how pe- people's lives are affected and helping people discuss their trauma and uncovering answers. And I think if you look at at these as human interest stories, really, like, we can all resonate with fear and with tragedy. I think I see it more like that as opposed to something dark. Yeah. See, I, I just, I think anytime you're that immersed, because you do guys do a great job. You just joined in the show, Alexis Linkletter. The uh, TV series is called Unraveled, Once a Killer, Apple, Spotify, Discovery Plus. And it, it is really uh, an amazing, amazing thing because nobody, again, once we talked about it, nobody ever considers that a serial killer or is, is not a serial killer, I guess. Uh, they In their heart, they grew up wanting this. They dreamed about this. They, it's sexual. It's, it's, it's mental. It's whatever it is. And then they do it, and it's not what they thought it could be, so they simply go on with a normal life after committing a horrific crime. They don't have to continue on. They didn't get a taste for it. It doesn't become easier. It doesn't become a bigger thrill. It truly was not what they thought it was going to be, and they were able to just go and raise a family and be in love and have a, and have a life. It's, it's, it's kind of, it's almost unbelievable. I know. Can you imagine harboring that kind of secret? No. Do you think they feel guilt? Stunning. 
I don't know. I think I don't think it's a, a. I think it's a mixed bag. I think some people know. I mean, I think if you felt guilty, you would say something. Um, but I think they could have regret. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. I wonder if 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 you can dream of it, think about it. You know it's wrong, and you still commit a heinous act like taking somebody's life, and uh, and then somehow you find another piece of humanity inside of you that makes you feel enough guilt or regret? Or or do you simply go, ah, that just wasn't as fun as I thought it was going to be? Like, you know, I guess I don't like water slides. Or maybe it was harder than they thought, and it was too close for comfort, and it's their selfishness. It's about self-preservation. I mean, I have a hard time thinking yeah. it's about the victim at all. Right. I think it's about their selfish needs <laughs> because it's a narcissistic act, but anything possible about why they don't do it again. Yeah. All right. Listen, anytime, Alexis. I hope everybody checks it out. Remember, there's a podcast in the TV series Unraveled. Once a Killer, Apple, Spotify, Discovery Plus. You're always welcome here. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, baby. Bye. Hey, uh, Jake, the reason I wanted to cut it a minute short with her is I saw the Billy. Uh, you remember the DC snipers? Yeah. That uh, they were shooting. Was it, it was on the beltway, oh, the right? The father, son? Yeah, yeah. Uh it was, God, it was back in, was it in the 90s or early 2000s? I got to pull it up real quick. Uh, 2002, and it was all around three weeks. And this guy says he knew John Muhammad, one of the DC snipers. Hey, Billy, what's going on? Hey, Johnny, what's going on, brother? You knew one of the uh, DC sniper yeah, guys well, in the Beltway? Yeah, I was up in Seattle, and uh, he, he was working for us. He did mobile oil changes in, 2000 and, uh, in 2001. I was living up there. And I, cause I, I had a delivery service and, uh, and this guy would, he, he tried working for us a little while and it didn't work. So he ended up, uh, starting a mobile oil change company and he'd come around and we had 15 trucks and I had a Corvette at the time and he would drive around and he would do mobile oil changes. And he was like the nicest guy, you would, real clean cut, just normal. And then that kid that was with him, that leave out Malvo, he was just a young kid, like 16, 17 at the time. He had met that kid in a homeless shelter up in uh, Bellingham, Washington. And so he kind of took him under his wing and kind of adopted him because the reason he flipped out is he got a dishonorary discharge from the military at Fort Lewis up there. And he just like went totally like anti-government. And that's why he went from Seattle, he bought a car and they drove to the Washington area and he was just going to start picking people off. He was so mad at the government. But from what I understood later, but he was the nicest, most normal guy you'd ever meet in your life. You'd never think that, never. Well, and also, because what they also say, because I pulled it up real quick, was they believe that the, the divorce. Uh, yeah, the divorce. She was a sweetheart, too. They were both Muslims, and she was a really sweet lady. And you she knew her as well? Party. Yeah. Yeah, and, I knew them both really well. And how did you know her? Because... We, when he tried to work for us, she came to one of our Christmas parties that we had up there. And you could tell there was problems in their marriage, but she was very, very, very nice. They had three kids. I think she had three kids, if I remember right. And, like, she didn't want him to have anything to do with his kids, and he just flipped out. You know, he snapped. Wow. Isn't, you know? isn't, that, isn't that Not crazy? saying there's any reason for that. But, no, know. no, of course. But it just, you, it's, it's we just like we were talking about with Alexis Linkletter, the idea that you know somebody and you go, man, that guy was a nice guy. Yeah. And it turns out yeah, he was, crazy, you know, man. literally a rolling sniper's nest in that car. You were talking yeah. about the, the Chevy because he had a Chevy Caprice. Remember, it was modified. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and so they could be in the trunk of the car and they could shoot by through the near the license plate they could lay in there and people wouldn't know where the shots were coming from. He had a hole drilled in there. Yeah, a hole drilled in there where the license plate sat. He would just barely lift the lid up, shoot him, and then drop it down. He had the back seat where the back seat would come out and he could lay there and look. 
And he was like giving that kid, uh, John Muhammad didn't shoot anybody. It was Lee Malvo that killed everybody. But he was like his drill sergeant, you know. It was basically like he was part of his own military for John Muhammad. It was the craziest thing ever. I've watched all kinds of different documentaries on it and everything. But Do you as, think, a, as a human being, he was a super nice guy, really yeah, nice guy. Yeah, that as you, as you knew him, he was a nice guy. And, and so you had you ever seen him get sideways with anybody? Not, not really. The only thing, time he ever got sideways with me is I showed up one time like five or six minutes late for, to get my old change, and you could tell he was like real like schedule orientated. Uh, like your partner there was saying like OCD. You yeah. know, he was frustrated that I was a couple minutes late, you know, and you could kind of sense something was there a little bit. But other than that, he was just a super nice guy. Man. Isn't that see, that's that's, how the military went anti-government? You that's, know? that's what terrifies me when I think about that because, listen, you're obviously... <clears throat> you're obviously mentally ill to begin with, and then right. a sequence of events happens, in, I believe, in someone's life that triggers the deeper thing. Now, it could be the wrong food, a divorce, uh, an unhappy work situation, a, a, a dishonorable discharge from the military, whatever trauma triggers the rest of the rage, the rest of the problem, yeah. right? And you think, man, could have been your yeah. day when you were late six minutes. <laughs> no kidding, man. Love you and love your show, brother. I've been listening to you ever since you buried yourself alive. Well, I appreciate you, man. I, look, I pre- one crazy dude there, man. But love you, man. I love what you do for our city, man. I love you, but I appreciate you calling. Have a great day, brother. You too, man. Hold on a second. Stay right there, dude. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 